Welcome to the UK Made Easy podcast, where we help aspiring international medical graduates like yourself achieve their dreams of passing their PLAP2 and practicing medicine in the UK. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the UK Made Easy podcast. My name is Safe, and today we are talking about a very important way of handling over information between healthcare team, be it doctor to doctor, uh, doctor to nurse or nurse to doctor, or again, this involves uh, the ambulance team. We're talking about the S bar approach. It's very important for the PLAP2 examination that you are read, that you understand and you are aware of an S-bar approach and you know how to use it efficiently. And the reason is it's a very simple method for communicating important patient information in a very structured and consistent way. So you don't want to miss any important item in the information that you have when you're handling over the information, specifically when it comes to an exam situation where you are talking to an examiner about a patient you have seen or a patient that you're expecting to see. This means that the relevant information is made available to those who are going to provide the escalation of care in a consistent way. And this is not only important for your PLAP2 examination, it's actually important when you get to land your your job, your first job in the NHS, because people there expect you to understand what SBAR is and how to efficiently use it. So without further ado, let's go into what it actually stands for. And later on, after we define what stands for and how to use it, we're going to actually use it in an example and see exactly how it plays out. So when it comes to SBAR, the S stands for the situation. So you're introducing the patient name, if you have one, and the, the age of uh, their age as well, in addition to the condition that they're having and the situation where they're currently at. That's the situation which stands for the S, right? And then you move to the B, and the B is the background. And the background is what the patient is actually coming with, any sort of other comorbidities that they might be having. These are some of the things that you could be thinking about when it comes to the background. And then you move to the A, and A stands for your assessment, which is pretty much self-explanatory. It basically involves all the things that you have done to assess the current condition of the patient. And this could range from any sort of assessment that we're talking about, be it vitals, be it their uh, mental status, for example, these are the things that you can easily assess on the situation itself and then report it back when you're handling over the information. And then the R, and it stands for either recommendation or it stands for request, right? So you are calling for further assessment, maybe you are calling for further investigation. You are calling because you need to admit the patient, what are you calling for or what are your recommendations? So this is, in a nutshell, what the SBAR stands for. Again, situation background assessment and then recommendation or request again on your way coming to the uk one of the things that will be recommended is that you attend the als course and one of the things that you're going to be taught in such course is the sbar approach there are actually two variations and it really is very simple some people like to start with the i sbar and i in that instance stands for introduction so basically when you are making a call you need to or when you're talking to someone you need to introduce yourself first and that's very important so that you, the other person, the other party can understand who is actually talking and how they are related to the patient in terms of them being their doctor, their nurse, or some of the ambulance crew, for example. Let's talk about an example. Particular example, we are talking about an emergency situation where the ambulance team is actually collecting a lady who is found confused. The lady's name is Sarah. She's 72 years uh, of age and she has what sounds like a TIA. That's what you've been uh, able to gather from the collateral history that you gathered from the family. And that TIA, or which stands for transient ischemic attack, uh, actually, actually led to her fall and she ended 
ended up fracturing her left ankle. Now, again, like I said, you're part of the ambulance team. She should be arriving to the emergency department and you are making that communication with the emergency department to make sure that they are ready for her. So what I would say in this example, again, using or putting the IS bar form or approach into practice is that I would come along saying, Hello, this is Safe from the ambulance crew. I am calling to request a place in the resuscitation room for my patient Sarah. We should be arriving there in 10 minutes. Background is Sarah is 72. She lost her balance and fell. From my assessment, her early warning score is currently 1. She has fractured her left ankle from clinical assessment. She also has a left-sided facial droop and altered speech which a family says is newly found. My recommendation is a space be made available in the resuscitation room that the stroke team be informed and that the orthopedics be on standby to manage the problem list this lady has simultaneously. And this is how you put the S-bar or the IS-bar into a perspective. The whole point of making, of making use of such approach is that people actually expect you to use this approach. Their ears are tuned to this approach when it comes to approaching or handling over information. And it would make you sound very organized about what you want to say and about the priorities uh, your patient has. I hope this has been useful for you and you would put it into action whenever you are talking about a patient to another healthcare professional. Thank you very much for uh, listening and I'll see you in a future episode.